Late Night Conversations. Late Night Conversations. Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. A warm welcome uh, to uh, Dr. Mpumelelo Ngube, who is uh, Head of Department and Senior Lecturer at uh, the Department of Social Work at the University of the Free State. Dr. Ngube Togoza, thank you very much for joining us. No, we are strong, Dr. Ngobe. We are grateful for life and that uh, we have another opportunity to be having this conversation. How have you been this festive season? I've been well, Sotole. We praise God for keeping us alive uh, through these difficult times. We trust that it's also, he, still, he still has got an abundance of life ahead of us as we ask him to give us. And we are talking about uh, what is in a name, right? Um, and uh, some people's names follow them, especially those who have names that are not so pleasant. So in the African context, or even Western context, if they adhere to such, what is in a name? Where is Otole? You're starting something that is very big as well. Now, when we're looking at um, names in the pre- pre- in one of the years, previous sessions, we're looking at surnames, but today we're looking at first names. Yes. And um, it, it, there, there are various ways of looking into this. There's quite a lot that goes with the name. Uh, perhaps first and foremost, we may want to look at the personal connections um, attached to a name or that one attaches himself or herself to a name. Um, you, a name is one's identity. Is at the core of one's identity. It gives them the sense of who they are. You, you, you know, if you were to forget who you are, if you were to forget your name, you're literally forgetting yourself. So it carries one's identity. It tells them who they are. And from a cultural point of view, um, you, you know, there are various cultures. They've got different ways of um, of naming. Um, but what is um, of importance is that through across cultures, you realize all have got this belief in the impact of one's name to their identity and being yeah, is also held yeah, that that being held across culture so in other words one's name has got an impact on who they are and what they become as you indicated that one's name precedes them but also there's also another dimension to it which is the familial connections um attached to names um as i indicated that besides surnames uh first names carry um, a family identity um as well uh, you realize that some people one one first name can be passed from one individual to another that's why today you also have got quite a lot of juniors uh, those juniors are uh, the first name will be the name of their father or their grandfather um, or, or, or whoever might have come before them and that name gets passed on from one generation to another so it, it has got that familial connection to it. There's, there's, there's also uh, historical um, connections um, and here we're looking at the context, the specificity of a name in, into a particular um, context um, it could be, uh, this could be the, the, the family histories, you know 
how a family could have uh, certain histories that they want to uphold, they want to cherish at times. So you realize that then they get to name a child um, after that particular um, history. Sometimes it will be histories of, of, of individuals, a couple. Uh, sometimes it will be good names or um, sometimes it becomes bad names. Um, a couple wanting to be, to be remembered um, or rather to be reminded of, of that particular history. Um, as I indicated, it could go, go, go either way, bad or good. Um, sometimes it will be personal histories. An individual, um, or it, may, it could be a father or a mother, they've got a particular history that they don't want to forget and they, they, then they then attach that particular context into into a child by giving them a name that goes with that particular history. Uh, sometimes it will be political histories. You know, we, we, we come from these backgrounds where some people are so uh, deeply entrenched in politics and one wants to to remember that I call this child during this um, this interval in our uh, political trajectory uh, so they, then they get to name their child um, as such. But then one 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 particular um, something of of interest yes okay I so told is that you realize that they are it could be parents um, or sometimes it will be grandparents who will give a name um, to a child but only for control purposes. And these will be instances where, um, particularly those who believe in reincarnation, they get a grandchild and they begin to name that grandchild um, as a way of marking that their territory. If you if you've seen animals, for instance, if you if you've got dogs at home, they tend to pee almost everywhere as a way of um, marking their territory. Um, you know, leopards and cheetahs will do the same. Um, human beings also tend to do the same by naming their grandchildren. And uh, you'll remember that I attached this to reincarnation because they believe that at some point in time, as a grandparent, I am old. And I know that this body that I'm living in now is going to come to pass and the time is near. But when, it, when that time comes, I need to find another place where I'm going to live uh, in peace. So they've already marked this territory uh, and given a child a name so that when they come, they know exactly where they're going because they marked that particular territory. So I thought it was important that I also bring this um, as well. So there's quite a lot, but perhaps for now, let me pause here. So do our names really um, shape who we are or the circumstances we get to experience in life? Because I'll, I'll give an example with my name. And I was born in the 80s, so 1986. And you know that was a historical time for us for freedom and liberation. Uh, within democratic times. However, when I look at my personality, I'm a free, I'm a free spirit. Like uh, uh, my yes is a yes, my no is a no. Man, when I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm not a closed book, so I feel I live up to my name, and 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 I flow with my name. But there's other people whose names are not so pretty, you know. Um, and because I don't want to alienate our A teamers, but their names are just. They speak of vileness, and their lives end up becoming vile. So, do our names shape us? Precisely, Sokela. Uh, so, totally. our names actually tend to shape us. Uh, and there's a, there's a whole um, study, or there's quite a lot of studies to this. Um, but maybe all, let me stick to what you've just indicated now, indicating um, who your name is and how you've t- you, you, t- you tended to live according to um, the meaning of your name. But as you indicated, that there will be others with names that perhaps sometimes tend to be derogatory. Um, my, our ATMs will pardon me if I highlight this 
because most of these people they will be also be aware and some will also wish to say you know what i wish i could change my name for instance you come across a child named matrakala these names are no longer popular now but they used to be very very popular you name a child and you say they're matrakala and then you get to you do you look at the type of life the quality of life that the child lives you will really agree that in fact this name um has tended to follow the the kind of uh, life trajectory of this particular child look at the child named Tige lady and in most cases you you look at the meaning of the word and you see that in most times this child is actually caught in that in the meaning of that particular name but on the positive side there would be as you indicated you spoke of your, your name being Unongululego, and i'm looking at also my name um being Umpumelelo, and seeing the things that are happening in my life from an, a, a tender age to, to where i am now you'll see that this there's something that follows that particular name and i tend to identify with that particular particular thing um and so it, it, by saying this we are saying as parents it doesn't matter what which cultural background you come from it doesn't mat- matter which race you, you come from it will be important to think twice when it comes to naming your child because it tends to actually follow that um at some point in time there's one um, uh, social uh, psychologist by the name brett um Pelham, um who actually did the whole study in fact that is his uh, research niche where he looks at um he came up with the the name letter effect theory where he actually uh, measures the he measures the implicit self esteem based on nominal associations with um uh, the, the the alphabet this will be another dimension to this uh indicating that um in in one of the, his studies he says uh, we tend to take um, certain decisions uh, based on, on on our names. Sometimes we tend to like certain things that have got um, a, you know a resemblance to our names. Sometimes things that have got um, uh, you know letters that uh, are associated, associated with the letters that are in our names. For instance, he says um, in in the study that he conducted, he says there were a lot more uh, dentists in his study who tended to become. In fact, most of them were dentists most of the dentists who were in his study they were dentists and most of the lawyers who were in his uh, study they tended to be uh, lawyers uh, and, and and so forth but it will be important also to say to also look at whether that the same applies uh, to us is the same maybe as black as you indicated um but there'll be above smooth do they live up to their names in Bella, do they tend to uplift their the, 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 the names their family names and by for the immediate and Cool. Do they really do that? Ospusis, or do they really see ibusis or empilwenzabo? Um, and that on its own is called um, implicit egotism. Or what do we tend to have the self-love? Is in the, the things that are associated to our names, we tend to love those things. Um, do they have joy in their lives? Um, but uh, as I've also indicated, you tend to see what even though it doesn't squarely fit within the implicit egotism kind of theory, but it's also important that we also look at that um, as well. Now, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Ngobe, there's also the fact that there's other people who have names that are that are very English or very European or very, um, you know, (laughs) German (laughs) by nature. They don't have a name that can be rooted back into an African language. Due to Mm -hmm. colonialism, they've lost their names. Um, They don't have a name. Let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. How do these people then align 
to Ikamalabo. So mm-hmm. yes, my, my other name is Patricia. And when I look at the meaning of Patricia, whew, I, I, I breathe in relief because it has to do with, with the, 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 the royalness of, of, of things. But meaning per se. So what are they living up to? Yes. No, in, in actual fact, there's, quite a, there's been quite a lot of instances where people have changed their names. Um, and um, the reasons attributed to that would be that my name is meaningless. I, there, is no, there is no meaning. I want a name that I can be in a position to identify with and that, can, uh, that I can live up to or that can live, uh, that, that in fact, that I can try and align myself with. So there are a lot of people who have changed that. But of course, there's quite, quite a lot of other people, again, who have tended to say, you know what, this is a name that I was given by, uh, by my granny. And they tend to value that, that even though it has got no meaning, but the mere fact that it was given to me by my my grandparent, so I hold on to that. So they value the fact, they, they value the source um, of that name as opposed to the name per se. So, and, and they try to uh, attach a meaning based on what the, the, the giver of the name would have thought, what they might have had at the back of their mind. So that becomes the case. But there are also, of course, there will be cases where one where there's no meaning at all and one can't even attach their name to, to the source where it came from and they just live um, their life uh, as if um, you it doesn't matter at all. So it'll be important to perhaps to to to, to carry out um, a, you know an empirical study to find out what um, you, you know what what becomes of those individuals whose names are, are, are meaningless. Um, and I'm saying meaningless in inverted commas uh, because it's not necessarily the meaning of the of the letters those letters that are brought together and seen as a name, but also um, the attachment or the association uh, of of that name that also counts as. I've just indicated for So it would be uh, very wise for us to start naming our children uh, that we are having now with names that will at least have uh, some sort of uh, positivity. Because at the end of the day, you don't want your child to have a name that uh, will be fruitless. And I, I, I sometimes, you know, feel, feel uh, very saddened by uh, Africans in the diaspora because they... They've lost sense of many of the African um, ways of living, and some of their names actually bear not not much meaning, whether they're affiliated to Islam or affiliated to Christianity, but they some of them just bear no much meaning. And I think to myself, hey, Labantu, a direction from being around the diaspora, uh, for those who are African. Mm-hmm. That is um, the, the negative impact that colonialism had on us, um, that we, we, we got, even those who have got their um, native names, for instance, only to find out that you are accentuating Patricia over and above, uh, simply because you can, your bosses can relate to, uh, with you quite easily. They can call you um, quite easily. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> so you are doing... You are, you are doing it for the convenience of other people. Yes, um, yes. If if they are to call uh, to try and call you by your 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 your, your Zulu name Unongulego, you find what they are striking. You you end up saying no, it's fine. Just say Nongu, it's fine. I'll understand. Um, when in actual fact you're supposed to insist to Please, I want you to pronounce it correctly. Uh, my surname Unongube, and you find people saying Kube and Kube. I always insist to the minute you say 
Kobe, you are not referring to me. You are referring to another strange animal that I don't even know. So if I do not res- respond, um, do, do, do not uh, take offense because you are, you are actually not uh, calling me. You need to ensure uh, that you try by all means to pronounce my surname the way in, in which um, it, it was designed to be pronounced. In the same way that the English names, I try by all means to ensure that I pronounce them accordingly. What would be difficult then for the, another person from another race to try to give themselves time to pronounce um, my name accordingly? Look at um, a, a typical example of Bob Nelson Mandela. Um, this teacher chooses deliberately. I'm not going to call you by that name because it's difficult for me. Therefore, I'm going to say you are Nelson. Where one would it, it then becomes an insult. And the minute you embrace it, uh, you are also embracing that insult. And in the long run, that insult becomes it gets normalized as we get now. Nelson Mandela is not as Nelson Mandela, and we are comfortable with that. But initially, it was really an insult in the first place. He could have contested that. Um, he could have corrected it at that point in time, but he couldn't. Uh, he did not do it because of the impact of colonialism and the power that the teacher in the position of an uh, uh, figure with authority um, had at that point in time. So it is important that we really um, are purposeful in our names, how how we relate to our names and how other people relate to our names. It is important that we, we take note of that. And you realize again that, as I indicated earlier on, that some of these names, sometimes even if they do, they, 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 they are meaningless, but you realize that and as I indicated, sometimes Umkulu might have given you that name because they were marking their territory. They knew they were about to depart and they were going to come back and for as long as there is a place that is named after them, they are going to use that place to dwell in. That's what, what we refer to as reincarnation. Of course, other people don't re- uh, believe in reincarnation, but it is something that is alive and is believed in by other people. Sure, uh, there's a lot in a name, definitely, uh, Dr. Mube. <clears throat> uh, and with the so much being in a name, um, we also remember our history um, here in South Africa where ID books and people's birth certificates had their names spelled incorrectly, both first names and their surnames. What impact does this have? Because it'll change all, all, you know, all together when the spelling is not correct. Mm-hmm. That again, as I've just indicated now, look, once the name has been changed, again, it has been changed by somebody who didn't care somebody who didn't value. In most cases, you realize what, uh, the name changed because the person who was writing your name, were, or, of course, not from your, from your cultural origin. Uh, in most cases, the names were written by, it would be your, your Europeans trying to now write these names. That's why they, they, they tended to give um, secondary names, uh, Christian names or English names, so that you, you know, it, it will be, they will be comfortable with it. It was for their own convenience. But now, here is a name that has been wrongly spelled. Um, some Sometimes it's even a surname. It, it has been wrongly spelled. There are quite, there's quite a lot. Being a teacher myself, coming across quite a lot of students, you, you realize that But this, na- this name, it sounds familiar, but just that it is spelled wrongly and you get to ask the child, when Zagalanda was actually, no, it was an issue of a home affairs. And uh, unfortunately now this person gets to be known by that name. And now it, it gets passed on from generation to generation. And as it progresses, the, 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 uh, the coming generations won't even know that, no, it was an error from home affairs. 
it wasn't necessarily meant to be like that. So that's why I'm saying where you see your name being um, being changed, uh, 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 colloquially some will say you know, where you see your name being butchered, you need to take a stand and ensure that you know you, you, you demand justice in its rights because that is your identity. Anyone who messes up your identity, they're actually messing up with who you are. They've got a deep disrespect of you, who you are. So where, where you are being disrespected, you must really reclaim your position and say, you know what, this cannot go on. For as long as I'm alive, maybe in my absence you can do it, but not when I'm alive, not, not in my presence, when you're calling me and I have to respond just because you can't, you can't give, make an effort of pronouncing my name right. A Homer says, Homer says it's messed, messed up quite a lot of people's names and surnames. So it is important, again, once you get time, that you go back to Homer says and you demand that that be changed but you realize that it comes with quite a lot of costs so it is important that at that point uh, when you are registering um, your child you, you check you double check whether your child's name has been properly um, spelled um, because if you take it for granted unfortunately it will, it will have quite a lot of cost implications and even implications on one's identity your child's identity virtually well uh, dr Ngube, i think uh, we have uh, stretched this one and i i, I th- our A-teamers, including myself, have learned that our names do bear a lot of meaning and we need to safeguard them because that's our identity and that's what we'll be remembered for. That's what uh, will shape some of uh, our lives' trajectory. Uh, What are your closing comments? Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, Again, it goes back to uh, ensuring that, um, especially as Africans, we we talk of black consciousness. Uh, Do not, uh, if you're going to name your child, try by all means that you name your, you give your child your your, your native name. Give them them a a name that that goes hand in hand with your culture. Um, Of course, maybe we might say, look, we're living in a free world. If I want to give my child um, a a European name, up to me yes it's up to you but we're saying in the in the totality in the overall scheme of things you realize that the more we name our children uh, we give us our children these european names the more we lose our sense of identity there our sense of being and in no time there will be generations where they'll be saying was there ever an african name what were african names um, like before uh, because we have changed we might move away from a digress by a degree now but in the generations to come uh, to come that degree will will change from being a degree to 90 degrees to 180 to 360 degrees by that time we won't even know where we started so totally thank you so very much for joining us uh, dr Ngube. always such a great pleasure i don't know if we're going to speak uh, before the new year so compliments and uh, may you and your family enter into 2022 with grace and uh, with uh, a lot of mercy thank you so much so totally. it's highly appreciated and we wish you a prosperous new year as well excellent